everything's rolling? Yeah, everything's rolling. Oh my god. We don't have Kazem, our producer, so it's a little bit different this week. It is. Joel? Bring that closer to you. Oh. <laughs> Close I can't, if I bring it closer, I'll eat it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I should eat it. Should we start? We are starting. This is starting. This is how we start. That's, this is how then we start every time. In the middle, we say, should we start? And it's like, then you cut to the graphic. Mm. You so we're not started because you're not, <laughs> you're not ready. So Joel left. Yeah, Joel, where did you go? Where did you go, Joel? Tucson. For my dead grandma's 100th birthday party. <laughs> um, <laughs> she would have been 100 years old. She would have been 100. What grandma, Joel? Which grandma? My mom's mom. Is this? Is this this one? <laughs> this grandma? Yeah, the one that touched my <laughs> dead grandpa. So it was. <laughs> and said he was rock hard. Woo! Wait, so it was her birthday. Yeah, my crazy mom wanted to do something because she misses my grandma. And you your know. grandma's rad. She was super rad lady, so she deserves it. It was her 100th birthday. Yeah, I took a greyhound. It was hell. You took a greyhound? How long I is that? I thought you were going to fly. Like eight hours? Pretty much, yeah, eight hours. On the way out there, it was like a bus full of Brazilian dancers. I mean, could you ask for anything better? That's pretty tight. It was horrible. <laughs> They Why? were fucking speaking Portuguese the whole time. Loud. Like yelling. They were all sitting like scattered. Joel's not a fan of foreign languages. They were scattered like all over the bus. So there were some in the front, some in the back. They were like yelling at each other in Portuguese. Riding and your ass. And then we got to Blythe and had like a stop, you know, for lunch. Yeah, where's Blythe? It's like in between California and Arizona. It's like right the middle like point. The, like the crevice where your leg and your crotch. Meet. I don't know how people can deal with living there. And they were all excited, like the bus pulled up, and they all like ran to the door to get off first. And then they jumped off the bus and literally froze in their tracks because it was 111 degrees. And they all looked at the bus driver, and he's like, yeah, it's hot here. <laughs> and then Arizona is a specific type of heat. I call it the uh, armpit of hell. Blythe is the armpit. Were you sweating in your penile area? In your Blythe? Dude, I was sweating everywhere when I got off. I in felt your like I was cooking. No one listens. No, you're Blythe. I heard it. So you do hear me. You just don't acknowledge. Well. It's all coming out now. Okay. <laughs> I'll keep interrupting and then I'll keep complaining and then you'll talk to me about it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. But yeah. What do you do when you sweat in your ass crack, Joel? Annoying Brazilians. I couldn't sleep. He ignores me too, so don't worry. And then when we got to Tucson, <laughs> it was hailing. How big were the balls? Pretty big. So Tucson was cool because it was like, uh, whatchamacallit season. Uh, whatchamacallit season? <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's the season of the they-thems? What do you call it? Raining. <laughs> Their season? <laughs> oh, rainy season, what, not they-thems Not season. rainy season. Wet. Wet? No, in the desert. Damp? Every, you call it. Moist. It's a season. Uh, Swamp ass. Spring. Autumn. Winter. Fall. She just named all the seasons, Joel. <laughs> no, like in the summer... Monsoon. Monsoon season. Did you go out to the cemetery Terry, and pour out a little liquor for the homies? No. Why are you, why are you jerking people off when you're... <laughs> we oh, went well, to, I was pouring liquor bottles. We went to a Brazilian <laughs> restaurant. Did you see all your friends? No, they weren't there. <laughs> Fogo de chao? <laughs> no, but it was really good. And they had a salad bar that was like, I've never seen 
a nicer salad bar. I don't do salad bars. They're so dirty. Salad yeah, bars are so dirty. But if you saw this, you'd be like, I'm just getting the salad bar. You've never seen a nicer salad bar. I'm serious. <laughs> Have you been to Sizzler? <laughs> I've been to a lot of. I dated a girl who bars. thought that the best meat house was no. Sizzler. Meat house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the best steak Let's... joint in, in no, 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 no. It probably she, is the best she meat was house. The best steak joint in Los Angeles. <laughs> Is Sizzler. She was like, yeah, let's go get a fancy steak at Sizzler. I was like, where? <laughs> we'll have the fancy steaks, please. <laughs> Sizz- where is she from? Baltimore? No, Midwest. As an adult, I went to Sizzler when I first moved to L.A. Because with my friend, Brett. No, you didn't. And his friend was like, oh, my God, do you sizzle? It was a joke. So we had to go. And so he was scooping soup into his bowl. From the salad bar. So we're in the salad bar at Sizzler. <laughs> it dripped off of his finger back into the soup vat. This is why I don't like salad And then I was, bars. I decided never to go to a salad bar again. This is the problem with salad bars. It's disgusting. Somebody's booger leaked out in there. It's everything that happens in the kitchen, but you see it. I don't want to see the leak. Look, if I'm eating salad, you know there's something weird going on. That's what I was thinking. Because I, it sounds really healthy for you. Yeah, Joel does not eat salad. You are never. not. No. You have an aversion to salad. Why do you not eat leafy greens? Too green? I don't know. I I have to like... Did you have a trauma with salad? You cover it in ranch? Yeah, I used to have to eat salad before every meal. Oh. With my oh. stepmom. And it was always the same. It was like sliced radishes in there and like sliced carrots and some celery and then... That's not a really good salad. Some people were forced to drink milk. Joel, he was forced to eat salad. I'd rather eat salad than drink milk. I don't drink milk. Ugh. The idea of drinking a glass of milk makes one of a bomb. Everyone knows a guy that, like, loves to drink milk, right? You know a guy. You know a guy. I know a guy who likes to drink milk on a hot, hot, hot That's what day. I'm saying. And they chug it out of, the, out of the fucking jug. Have you ever seen it? There's so many videos about these kinds of animals, literally, that just go with the, you know, uh, and Milk they, is weird. It's like curdling so all the way weird, down. Dude, they're Ugh. so weird. Cottage cheese in your throat. Anybody who drinks milk out of a jug on a hot summer's day, is a specific type of psychopath. Psycho. Like, that's the type of guy that'll lock you in his basement and he won't feed you salad. He won't feed you salad. <laughs> He'll just feed you, like, two or three Cheerios a day. Totally uncivilized. Did you hear about that chick that cut off her boyfriend's head? No. What? Tell me. I don't know. I saw it on the news or something. There was, there's, like, recently... <laughs> And I saw the picture of the guy. He was like the skinny, like little white kid. And then his girlfriend, she must be bigger than him. Anyway, she cut off his head and put... Was she bigger than him? Because that would have I would have been really proud of her if she wasn't bigger than they him. They lived in the basement with the guy's parents. No. They lived in the basement and she cut off his head, put it in a bucket in the basement and the mom found it in the bucket. And yeah, there's like footage of the cops going in and finding it. And they're like, in the bucket? How did she cut it off? Like, I wonder what tool she used. I do hear to sever a body is actually really, really difficult. Like, to chop off a head. Yeah, there's a bone. Yes. I saw a documentary one time. You need a saw, right? You need a bone saw. (laughs) From what I heard. Surgical, like, equipment. Something. Imagine cutting off your own arm. My mom used to work in the hospital as like a, I don't know what she did. I think she was a bookkeeper. She said, like, people would come in to the ER and they would use, like, a chisel and, like, break their 
chest bone right here. Why? To Why? massage the heart. The doctors would cut it open. I thought you meant the people would but literally chisel said, their own. My mom said she's like saw it once. Like, I mean, that's why you break ribs when you do CPR. Have you cracked a rib? No, my grandma had cracked ribs, though, from a car accident. A car accident. I was in it with her, yeah. We were on the highway, and there's some broken down car ahead of us. And so all the traffic was backed up, and we were stopped. And then this guy was, like, going 80 miles an hour. and He wasn't paying attention, and there, he just smashed into our car, and we flew up in the air. And, like, people said that they thought our car was going to land on their car because it was in the air. And then it like rolled over a bunch. And my grandma and I were laying in the back seat and I was sleeping and I just like heard it like. Joel didn't even wake, wake up for the time. No, I can imagine your body's like in the And mood. then so after it happened, the car was on its side and like the wind was knocked out of me, I remember. And, and my grandma was like on top of me. She like knocked the wind <laughs> out of me basically. And like all of a sudden, I guess my grandpa saw my foot sticking out and he pulled me out and then they like heaved me out of the window like <laughs> what is that pulled me out of the window yeah the grandma was all over me my grandma was like passed out like on top of me <laughs> i can't handle this he says it so casually you say this so casually i feel like you're a victim of a lot of trauma but you say it so casually it was crazy and then we went to the hospital i remember and we were in the emergency room and this guy came in that had he he had lifted a refrigerator and it fell on his fingers and chopped off one of his, on his fingers. fingers. Yeah, why does it just fall on your fingers? He was lifting, moving a fridge. A refrigerator fell and chopped off his fingers. Yes, and they were like, <laughs> they had like ice bags on his finger, and they're like, "Where's the fingers?" And they're like, "I don't know. They're under the fridge." And they're like, "Go back and get them now." They made his fucking family go back and get his fingers. And then I remember someone else in the hospital saw me there and gave me like a box of M and M's, and then I like kept, I kept them, like a serial killer. To remember, like, oh, that was nice. Like, they gave me a box of M and M's. I can't to breathe. Remember. I kept them forever. I remember. <laughs> remember. Oh my fucking I'm god! Be, I'm gonna be my pants. Yeah. We got hit hard. Like <laughs> we should have been dead. Yeah, you should have been dead. Do you look at that as a near-death experience? No. You didn't. You didn't I like had a tiny the... bruise on my shoulder, and that's it. Because you're covered. Because you were sleeping. Yeah, your grandma covered the blow. Yeah. yeah, she got. She took the full blow. She took the full blow. She took the full blow. Yeah. <laughs> Did you want to <laughs> expand on that? You didn't want to <laughs> just leave it there. <laughs> It's perfect. Just leave it where it is. I knew that the Tucson story, for some reason, was going to bring great joy. Let me finish Tucson. My mom, like, when I got there the first day, like, I had to go, like, fucking scan all these pictures. And she made, like, a board with pictures of my grandma. That's as a nice. Baby yeah. and then getting married, blah, blah, blah. Were you pissed? Because I know you get upset and you get really annoyed. Yeah, I was like, oh, great. I got to go scan this at fucking CVS at their like <laughs> weird like station that's there. Yeah. 
She's like, yeah, it's really easy. It wasn't easy. How are you with your mom? Are you like, We're no cool. problem, mom? Or are you like, fuck, mom? Yeah, fuck. T- totally. <laughs> okay, so you're like typical Joel with your mom. Yeah, and she free- she does the same thing to me. Like, she freaks out like, can you look up how to get to this pizza place as we're driving? I'm like, okay. And then it's like slowly coming up on my phone. Like there's no Wi-Fi or anything. We're in the fucking car. Can you tell me? Can you tell me where it is? I need to fucking turn. I need to fuck. I'm like, well, if you fucking hold your fucking horses, you know, we talk to each other like that. You talk to each other. That's love for you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so you so love basically, us. We, sm- we smoke weed together now too. So it's all full circle. So basically, you replaced your mom with Kazem. Yeah, you yelled at each other and smoked weed. I guess. <laughs> Got it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So what's next? I have to recuperate. <sighs> so now you came back. How has it been being back? Did you miss everybody? Well, right when I got back, I got off the bus at Union Station. I was smoking a cigarette like kind of walking around the corner and there's this big pile of diarrhea <laughs> with like a million flies sitting on it, like fresh in the corner. Fresh tea. And I was like, ugh. Like, and I was like, turned around and walked the other direction. And then I heard this voice like, hey man, hey man, can I bum a cigarette? So I gave him a cigarette and he's like, yeah, I just got out of fucking prison. And I was like, oh shit. And he's like, yeah, man, you know where to get any drugs? And I was like, no, I was like, be careful, man. You're going to like end up back in prison. He's like, yeah, I just got out and I had fucking diarrhea. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. Like, you're like, your diarrhea, that's boy. His diarrhea. That's his diarrhea. It's even grosser now. Yeah, I know whose diarrhea it is. I'm fucking out of here. So then what? You just, you just boogied. I told him, I was like, dude, why are you looking for drugs? You're going to end up back. Oh, I always go there. So, you know, did you miss everybody when you got home? Did you miss the cats? Did you miss Kazem? Yeah, of course. Okay, beautiful. I saw Joel when he got back, and I said, Joel, I missed you so much. I embraced him. I did miss Joel. Yeah. I missed him so much. I just had the best time just now. Literally. We really missed you, Joel. Yeah, for real. We weren't even sure if Joel was ever going to come back. It's true. Kazem was like, yeah, Joel's leaving for Tucson. I said, what are you talking about? Because Joel never leaves to go anywhere, literally. Like, Joel doesn't leave Los Angeles ever. I don't think Joel has ever left Los Angeles. <laughs> so the fact that Joel was leaving Los Angeles was, like, really, really big deal. And I was like, what do you mean Joel is leaving Los Angeles? Kazem was like, I don't know. He may never come back. That's what he said to me. Of course. He was playing with my emotions. As always. Joel, we're nothing without you. So we're glad to have Joel back. We're really, really happy. Baby Neeks, where have you been? What have you been doing? Jeez, I don't even know. Oh, my apartment almost burned down. It's fine. Muzzle time. Everyone's safe. (laughs) Everything's good. A a car caught on fire in the parking garage, like kind of below my apartment. Mm -hmm. So I heard noises. I looked at my window. My neighbor was like, come downstairs. I like went downstairs to check it out. And then I went back upstairs to, like, grab stuff. So I did the whole, like, what do you grab, like, in an emergency? And I just kind of, like, looked around for a minute and was like... Fuck it. I don't really have... Like, What'd you grab? I grabbed cash. You have cash in your apartment, from like my, an old person? Yeah, for my craft fairs. And, oh. like, I just, like, my phone, like... It's in her mattress. Yeah, where do you keep your cash? I'm not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> but so, wait, so then I went back downstairs to see what was going on. It was, like, 
under control-ish. I went back upstairs to get more stuff. like com- More cash. My computer. And it was actually smoky, like burning my eyes. So I grabbed a photo of my parents as I was leaving my apartment, which is weird because I don't need that. So don't, don't they have to like fix everything now? Yeah, they, they're going to fix everything. They basically told Nicole that, they, that she has to move out of her apartment. But I'm like, I used to, they well, have to put you up somewhere. I don't know what's going to happen. But also when... What they, if they put you up at the Four Seasons? Yeah, right. Where do you think I live? <laughs> so my apartment still smells like smoke. I slept at my friend's place for like four or five days. What happened to the car? The car just like, I don't know what happened, but it burst into flames. It like, melted. There's still like rubble everywhere. It doesn't everywhere. look that bad, first Are you of all. serious? Did you see the picture of the car? It yeah. looks insane. No, the car is fucked. Is it an old car? N- not really, no. Not really. It's like a Honda, I think. I don't remember. But the building looks fine. It just looks a little charred on the edges. Yeah, the building didn't catch on fire, just the car did. But the smoke damage and the smell is, like, way bigger than it looks. Like, it burned over here, but my apartment's here, and it fucking stinks in my apartment. It probably ruined a lot of your shit. And they have to, like, fix the drywall and blah. It's awesome. Do they have to replace items in your home? No, one, one, one assessment was that they have to change the ceiling, the floor, and the bathroom. What about Jeff? Jeff didn't even hear it. I called him. I was like, get out. What are you doing? I was, he was busy fucking uh, 23-year-old. He was at this supermarket. I went around and knocked on everyone's door in the apartment to like get everyone out because we all might have died. I mean, that didn't happen. Nobody died. No, no, no. Not at all. But. Okay. <laughs> that would have been too grave. Your dad died. And then, then you died. In and a then fire. You, could you imagine your mother? She would be just oh beside God. herself. Imagine her ancestors were burned. Then her child was burned. <laughs> Yeah, no, it would be alive, yeah. You would be burned alive. <laughs> they weren't burned, though. They were gassed. So dark today. I'm really, actually in a really good mood. I've been feeling really good. I didn't think it was productive. that dark. I know. And what else has been happening besides the fire? Thank God you're okay, by the way. I went on a date with someone. Yeah, how'd that go? Wait, can we just... Are we going to pour out a little liquor? R.I.P. to Vapor? And R.I.P. to Fatina. Fatina. Fatina and Vapor are dead. Bye. By the way, see you later. <laughs> Do you care? Nope. Cool. Cool. I uh, went on a date with someone. I found his profile on um, one of the dating apps, and he looks like if Burt Kreischer and Stav- Stavros had a love child. You don't know who these people are because Joel doesn't watch comedy podcasts. Who's Stop? Stavros? Exactly. So this is my point exactly. Joel doesn't watch comedy podcasts, just to preface everything. Stavros Halkias? Yes, from Baltimore. Yeah. I is he from he... Baltimore? Mm-hmm. I love his gap. <laughs> His gap tooth. A cross between him and who? And Burt Kreischer. Oh, that guy? Yeah, I know who that guy is. We went on a date and he told me the reason that he wanted to meet me after looking at my pictures because one of my pictures I was doing this and my hand, I have like this weird alien hand. Give man hands. I No, it was a weird alien hand. I get that, but we've commented on the fact that I know, you have- so everyone thinks my hands are weird. And so that's why he's like, I have to meet this chick because her hand is so weird. But really, he thinks they're so large that he- you can intercept his butthole and reach his, you know, good I can spot. Carry his sack, yeah, and reach his butthole with one click, <laughs> one click. like a <laughs> like a Nintendo reverse mouse. Yeah, like a Nintendo. Who's, who's the girl in uh, all the Quentin Tarantino movies? Uma, Uma Thurman. Thurman. I saw her once. Big big hands. Huge. Big fingers. You do have Uma Thurman hands. No, she doesn't. <laughs> she, She'll know specifically. She could like. Palm a basketball for sure. I think maybe Nick's could palm a basketball. Like almost, maybe, yeah, almost. 
I don't know if you've seen her hands, but they're basically man hands. I think her hands are probably bigger than yours, Joel. Maybe, but I have small <laughs> hands, but Uma Thurman put her hand up. She was eating breakfast, and we were like, oh, my God, that's Uma Thurman. She looked, Where did you see you Uma know, Thurman? Calars? In Silver Lake at some breakfast spot. And she put her hand up, and I was like, oh, my God, that's disgusting. It was, like, not attractive at all. Her hand was... So hands are make or break for you. Like, I don't notice Nicole's hands, but her hand was bigger than her fucking face. Like, Yeah. So her hands were too big. Way too big. If you held her hand, you would feel like less of a man. (laughs) (laughs) And you would never want to feel less than a man. Why would you want to? I don't know. Some people are into that. Some people are into that. I don't yuck anybody's yum. No, I don't either. Emma Thurman. But basically, you don't want a bitch that's bigger than you. <laughs> Probably not. Okay, yeah. She could be taller, maybe. Right, but not, like, generally bigger. I don't want her to be able to, like, clobber me. So if she can overtake you, then that's an issue. Like the gal that murdered her and severed her boyfriend's head. Yeah, you don't want your head You don't in want your head severed. But almost at the same regard, you, a woman does, you know, wants to overtake a man. Have you seen that documentary about the bodybuilder lady? Which one? Yeah. But they didn't know what happened with that. They didn't know if it was him, if it was her. Well, yeah, I'm saying, but she used to make those videos where she'd dominate guys. And Men love that shit. Like sexy or like um It was like kind of like soft porn of like a woman basically degrading a man and making him feel small and less than. Wrestling him. Yeah. And like On the dudes bed love that. With a G string. <laughs> Anyways. So Nicole is lezzing out, by no, the way. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Not really. he's out of town it doesn't matter Les is a state of mind I'm trying to keep it Les is not a physical location it is a state of mind I'm trying to keep it you're cool you're casual slow yeah you're cool you're casual you're much more of a Les than I am yeah I know I often wonder Joel if a female got her dirty little paws on you if you would then become a lesbian for her what do you mean, like moving together fast? No, like if Joel met a girl and this girl was like everything that he's ever wanted, would he basically be like, I'm in love with you, I love you, Yeah, like why not? night three? That's lesbian? Because it was night three That's instead lesbian, of like lesbian, yeah. It's like immediate, months. yeah. Oh. It's a woman in your dreams, you're going to fall in love. So basically you're a lesbian. Sure. Okay. The way Joel you put it, out. everyone would be a lesbian. That's not true. In person of your dreams? It. You should take heed. Yeah. You should be sure. Yeah. You have to make sure they're not psychotic. Of course. No. I want a crazy girl. You want a crazy girl? Sure. They do fuck better. I want normie. But you know that crazy fucks better. Can you at least admit that? I don't date crazy. I just date damage. Really? They're all emotionally unavailable, but they're not crazy. You've never dated? Like, how, like what's crazy? Narcy. Oh, well, Narcy for sure, but that's not, like, crazy. Are, do the Narcy's fuck better than the, like, regulars? It was a long time ago. I don't remember, but he ruined my life, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm just saying the unhinged ones do... You. That's your, like, thing. That's my... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what have you been doing? So what I've been doing... Okay, so we said goodbye to Fatina, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. And then I, I've been hanging out with Diarrhea Safe Space... But the thing about it is I've gone through many phases mm-hmm. of things that I like. Joel stays consistent. He loves a... Um, a supermodel? No. <laughs> Joel like liked a I need a sandwich girl. Skin and bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. 
But right now, I'm in this phase where, like, I'm just obsessed with assholes and trying to get in the butthole. And it's seeped into every avenue of my life. Like, it's seeped into my porn search. It's seeped into my female search. It's seeped into, like, everything. My sex life, like, what I like in sex. The year like, of the if butt. you give up your asshole to me, I'll fuck around and fall in love. Like, it's just that deep because I'm just like at home banging my clam to like asshole fucking. So, like, if you make my fantasy a reality, year of the butt. But in the real world, that doesn't actually happen. Like, a girl is not going to open her butthole for you unless she knows how. Normal world is girls being like, I don't do that. Or like, no, (laughs) that's not my thing. But those buttholes are even tighter, Tippy. I know. (laughs) I know. And the fucked up thing is the percentage of, you know, females that give their asshole to me is probably like 30%. You know, people live charmed lives. We talked about panties and panty giving. It's like Joel gets panties given to him. That's his life, right? I have to ask for the panties. Other people probably get offered the asshole. I don't get offered the asshole. Like, my lot in life, it's different. But I don't mind because I'm ready and armed, right? (laughs) I'm ready and armed with everything that I got. Armed and dangerous. I'm always dangerous. (laughs) You fuck with a vampire. I have fangs. Joel, have you ever had fantasies of puncturing somebody with your fang and just sucking their blood? Nope. I don't know a lot of people that fantasize about blood. What? Don't like it. Well, I reintegrated the Simba into my sex life and I Simba'd someone. I did Simba, another one. I feel like it's almost honorary at this point. Absolutely. I feel like if you become Simba'd by me, you. So there's this pornography called Pascal Subsluts. <laughs> what? Yeah, you guys should look it up. It's called Pascal's Subsluts. Submissive? It's, yeah. It's <laughs> incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And at the end of each videotape... They eat Jersey Mike's. <laughs> no, that's what I would do in my p- porno. But th- he brands them with the Pascal Subsluts uh, stamp. It's wonderful. That's pretty, like... Incredible. Incredible. It, intense. Essentially, I found my particular brand after somebody has had sex with me. And mine is the Simba. <laughs> and so if you have been Simba'd, you've been touched by tip. So I simbed her the first time. I, I don't even think she noticed. I thought she had noticed, but she didn't notice because then I re-simbed her. And then she goes, did you just fucking simba me? And I go, yeah, what do you mean? Now you're baptized. Like now you're mine. You're imprinted. You're werewolfed into my clan. You've integrated me into your clan. <laughs> I've put you in my clan all the time. But you without are my Simba, clan. Without simbaing me, you've... I would simba you called? any day. I would simba you with my own blood, which is a very rare treat. But but I, vagina I reserve blood? that. Yeah, I reserve that for very special guests. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Did you know that the blood of virgins can make your skin very youthful? <laughs> That's what I've been told. A very elderly woman told me no. that if you wipe the Same blood thing of virgins, with, uh, baby foreskins, right? That's correct. So baby foreskin is also in a lot of beauty products that the wealthy buy. Um, collagen, vitamin C, baby foreskin. That's what's in the ingredients. Look it up. So there, there was a big to-do because <laughs> Oprah, okay, 
gave away in her Oprah gift bags or baby whatever. Foreskins? Well, cream that ha- that had baby foreskins. How is it listed? It's listed. Not as baby foreskins. I'll guarantee That's that. Like, no, no, yeah. They just save the tips. You save the tips. You collect them. You know, it's a hundred thousand dollars per tip. Just what the, tip. the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you can sell a baby no. foreskin tip for a hundred thousand dollars. It's the black a ra- racket. Yeah, it's a racket. No. We should start that service. Oh my What's God, it called? I'm upset about Foreskin this. RS. <laughs> it's foreskin for you. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah. What do you what do you call that guy, Nicole? The guy that chops it. The moyle. Yeah, so we started another business right side by side. That's the moyle. Oh, you're the chopper. I think Tippy should do it. You'd want me to be the chopper? What I'll do is sure. I'll just wear a fake beard. And pay us. Yeah. And the loins. And they'll be like, oh my God, perfect. Not a lesbian. <laughs> Little man. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lesbian. Oh my God. Right? Would you rub foreskin on your face? No. What did you have already? I'm and un- you don't even know it. Do you buy expensive skincare? There's all kinds of shit we put on in and around our body. But no, the blood of the virgin, no. you bathe your face in the blood of a virgin, Joel, is, uh, his wheels are turning. If you bathe in the blood of a virgin on your face, apparently it's supposed to completely revitalize your collagen. Yeah, what that, year is it? There is a lady, and she used to kill her servants and bathe in their blood. That's real. I love the difference in, in our reaction. I don't think you can even... How do you know about this story? How do you... I saw it on TV. So she killed her servants and put their blood on her face? Yeah, I think they were like mostly like younger black girls. And she would kill them because she believed that bullshit. That bullshit. Yeah. I mean, no one's talking about murder. Joel is, but I'm not. I was thinking that. That's, I don't, I'm, I wasn't thinking murder. Bathory. What's Bathory? That's the lady who would bathe in blood. Her name is Bathory. The most prolific female serial killer of all time. No. 600 young women in her lavish castles. Why don't they ever cover that girl? They always cover Eileen Warnos or something like that, the, the monster. And she killed three people. Like, <laughs> be a better serial killer. Elizabeth Bathory. 600 people. That's a real serial that's killer. That's like a painting, he said. Bathory. Bathory that's a real, whatever. that's a fucking real one. Like, if you're going to do it, do it. That's like medieval shit. She does look like she has good skin. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, I guess it is called foreskin. It is foreskin. It is it's foreskin. Oh, my God. Never realized hey, that. Hey, you know what? I take it back. The Jews knew. It's the, the proof is in the pudding. 